everybody and welcome. You are listening to MFL Total Access. My name is William Power. This is Terry Bobulus. We had a really fun Saturday this week. A lot of laughs, a lot of great games. What were your thoughts, Terry? I did lots of stuff, man. But before we start, I just want to know if you guys have any suggestions for other cool shows like the one we did last week, like switch it up a little bit, let us know. Uh, we'll look into it and we'll see if uh, we go that, that way. We already have an idea before the end of the, yep. the regular season. But yeah, if you guys have any input, anything else, cool stuff you'd want to see, like don't hesitate. Also, um, I didn't see Goldrick at, at the park uh, last Saturday. Yeah, me neither. But I wanted to like, tell him, like, really appreciate that the time you took to give us that long comment. For sure. So, yeah, definitely definitely nice and um, agreed with what he had to say. You definitely, like uh, like you were saying, Tia, we're like really, we're sponges. Tell us whatever you guys think as long as, uh, you know, it's uh, PG rated. But no, we definitely appreciate it. like PG rated. Uh, yeah, that, no, you're right. It doesn't have to be, but some kids are watching the show. But no, definitely just got, let us know your opinions. Let us know what, uh, what you would like to see on the show. At the end of the day, we're doing this for you guys and uh, we want you guys to enjoy it as much as you can. Also, another thing, uh, Sportira didn't lie to me because they, my jersey took like a month to come. OG Panthers had some new swag this past weekend, but Those I saw were sick. we were not the only team. There was a bunch of teams who had new jerseys. Oh, really? Like even on your team, like the jersey you and Iggy got, like it's from Sportira, right. and you guys oh. got it the same week. Facts. Like, like the Red Zone had new jerseys. Yeah, um, they were nice. Red Bulls, but I remember that I noticed like a couple of teams had some new jerseys. Um, so yeah, I guess everyone ordered them at the same time, and they all yeah. came all together now. Um, so yeah, everyone, everyone's looking good. For sure, definitely. Look, what are they We're looking the best, OG Panthers. Yeah, I've got to say yes. You look I think good. that's you... why we won the, our game. Yeah, that's true. I was shocked you guys won, I guess. But you look good, you play good, right? That's what they say. Yeah. Or if you don't if you don't play good, at least you look good. Yeah, or, yeah. one or the other. Yeah. Better. You know who said that? No. Prime time. Oh, 21 reasons, baby. 21 reasons. <laughs> Before we start, we got to show a couple of shout-outs. Uh, this past weekend, a lot of records are broken. Yeah. Especially in Div 2. Uh, Steve-O. 387 yards and 9 touchdowns, both are single game bests in Division 2. He previously held the record with 8 touchdowns in one game, tied with a couple of other guys, but he wanted the record alone, Yes. so no one has thrown 9 touchdowns in one game, no one has thrown for over 387 yards. That is insane. Um, That crazy 58-40 game against um, the haters and Max. Mm -hmm. And then, man, I don't think this guy gets enough love in the league, Louis Mathieu's full. Yeah. Uh, Last week, he was Kevin's player of the week. He, okay. had, he had 80 yards, three touchdowns. This week, he had 200 yards and three touchdowns once again. His, to be exact, he had 189 yards. 11 catches? Yes. The 189 yards is also a new record in Division Two, oh And this guy's just balling right now. Honestly, Terry, for sure, you say he doesn't get enough love. Uh, he's a kind of a quiet guy and uh, a guy that I call two-point conversion. We'll get into that story uh, a little later on. But no, I was roughing another game at the same time. I saw him catching a deep pass. Uh, he was hyped about the game. It was a big game, and he definitely led you guys to victory. And not having Dagger in that game for you guys yeah. is important, so he had to carry the load, and he yeah, definitely Dagger did. Dagger, unfortunately, got hurt earlier against the Henshin Outfalls game. Yes. And I kept telling him, Dagger, take it easy. We've got a big game. We've got a big game. And yeah. We're, we had to play with seven guys because Dagger wasn't there, and he's a huge piece on offense and on defense for us. Uh, but before we start, like, in my mind, Louis Matsu is the best receiver in, in Division Two right now. And, like, you're looking at the stats, and there's other top receivers with similar stats, like Sebastian Béchard, Sean Haney, and yeah. others. But one thing to keep in mind that I'm not sure many people are aware of, Louis has those stats in three games. Even though it says five games played, he played two games at quarterback for us. Right, So good point. He has those top stats. He has over 300 yards. And he has six touchdowns right now in three games. So averaging more than basically two touchdowns a game. Yeah, and like when the awards are going to come up later on in the year, you're going to see that I play a full 10-game season. But like his stats are going to be prorated like on eight games only. Okay, so is that actually how it works? Like it's going to be on eight oh, or like... No, no, no. When you go in the stats, you're going to see 10 games right, played. Right, right. But I'm just saying the people that vote on the awards, yeah. like they're not going to go see, oh, did he actually play quarterback or whatnot. But I'm, right. I'm letting you guys know now. Yeah, this yeah. This guy's... Five games in, he's played two games at quarterback. He only has three games as a receiver. Right. And he's putting up these monster stats. Honestly, it's crazy. Like, uh, I subbed, obviously, that game with you guys uh, back in the, in the beginning of the year with OG. I find, like, there's, like, really no fault to his game. He's got speed. He's got hands. He's got good route running. Uh, he doesn't look at the fastest guy, but he get yards after catch. And there's he had, literally no one that could have covered him. Yeah. That, that's, you know, they were changing up and no one. Like, you, it's incredible to have, like, connection with your quarterback, with Charles and him, but at that point, it's, like, it's more than that. It's a connection, also, like, the wide receiver being, like, a baller and saying, I'm going to take this game over, yeah. and he did. All right. Uh, I'm still in first place in our picks. Yes, by two games, I'm in second. That, that lead increased a little bit, I think. Yeah, it did. It did. It was a uh, good week. Uh, I didn't get much help, though. Like, there was a couple of teams that were missing their QB, and I'm like, you guys could have told me beforehand, you know, like... That's John has insight, right? John has the insight, not gonna let us know. Still in last place. Well, reach out, guys. Like, yeah, let us know. Us let up. us know. 
We, uh, I don't Maybe think... because we're in first and second, they don't want to let us know. Yeah, I guess that's because it would be like unfair. We'd be like here and here, and Kevin and John would be here. So, yeah. you know, you got to make it even. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, yep. First game, let's start with D1. Uh, Outlaws Bitter Boys. Yeah, start with that one. I don't have really much to say. It was great to see uh, JS back in the game. Yeah. They're obviously missing Guillaume Robert, though. Mm-hmm. So not ideal for him, but JS throws such a nice ball. He, he, he didn't play poor. Like, he didn't play amazing either. He missed a couple of games. He was on vacation and stuff. Mm-hmm. But his receivers, like, there were a couple of drops on some deep balls where he couldn't throw. And, like, they had a great attitude throughout the game. Like, we're not going to, like, lie to ourselves. Like, it's not a great season for, that Bitter Boys are having right now. For sure. They're really struggling in D1 this year. Mm-hmm. But they had a great attitude. Mario was there, too. Um, and, yeah, like, the... I think they just got to take it one game at a time now and try to get better and build up for the fall season. Obviously, missing their stud on offense and on defense, Guillaume Rabat does not help. Um, Steve balled out the way he usually does. He had um, as many com- incompletions as touchdowns. <laughs> going 20 for 25, 173, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. Sounds like him. And it was great ball distribution all around for the Outlaws. The thing is, like, talking about Bitter Boys now, of course, there's no, like, moral victories. You know, you say, oh, we yeah. had a season we won. But the thing with them is that, like, of course, they've had guys that were injured. They had JS, their star quarterback, that, that was missing. But we talk about an MFL, and their attitude is always great. And not only is their attitude, but they play every game as if they're playing in the finals. Whether, whether they're up 30 nothing, down 30 nothing, whether they're 1-8, whether they're 8-1. They have been up 30 nothing. No, no, you're right. They, I don't know if they, like, had a lead for too long this season, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. honestly, whatever the score is, whatever's happening after throwing a pick six, their heads are always up. You can see they, they're a real team. Um, and I think that unfortunately for this season it's kind of a, a wrap for them as I don't think they have a chance to make the playoffs but you build off this chemistry build off those positive vibes and honestly I, like in any sport you want to see your guys competing and that's all you can ask for and that's what these guys yeah. are doing under the difficult circumstances and the first year playing D1 at the same time you're talking about no moral victories but when you look at the henchman game against Holy Trollers two weeks ago when yeah. henchmen were down, uh, sorry, Holy Trolls were down big in that game and they were still marching saying okay one drive at a time let's yeah. get better let's prefer the next game and look turns out they beat Murray Crime Family the week after Big upset. Yeah, huge upset. So, yeah. like, each drive, each each play, like, it's you want to win that play. You want to win that drive. You want to score on that drive, and you just get better. You never know what, like you said, you never know what one play can do for your entire season. You make a nice catch, you know, it kind of pump, pumps up your team, and, uh, you know, you don't want to take any plays off, for sure. So let's move along to the game, the yeah. Division One game of the week. And what a game it was. What a game. 35-34, Outlaws beating us in overtime. I said to you guys after the game, you guys are like the... Ah, can't believe I'm complimenting the Patriots. But you guys like the Patriots in the sense that whenever the Patriots... Ah, can't believe I'm saying... But anyway, the Outlaws, I feel like whenever you guys are losing, you guys are calm, you guys are a team, we talk about that, but... Outlaws I, football, that's Outlaws football, it baby. Is, it is, and I never felt like, even when we took the lead, we were up 34 to 26. I think Once about, again, it was like deja vu, up at halftime. Yeah, it was like literally like a repeat of the first game, and uh, and we were up by eight, I believe, with about. I mean, four. you guys did score some points in the second half this time. Yeah, right. So <laughs> like we were able to score, we were able to march the ball down the field, but up by eight in that game, uh, big two point for conversion caught by Hugo. Yeah. Uh, then after that, you guys marched on the field, a few roughing the passer calls that uh, you know that you guys got marched on the field. You scored, got the two point conversion to make it thirty four thirty four, and at that point, it's like once you guys come back and tie the game, I I didn't think you. I went in my mind, you, you guys lost. Well, I wasn't. I didn't give up, but I said, "Crap!" Like they have the momentum now, and once once you guys have it, it's hard to get it away. And then uh, we had the ball, a chance to score. You came up with a uh, few clutch, clutch sacks on Rossi. Uh, then you guys won the game in overtime. Vince getting the game-winning catch, an unlikely hero for that team. And uh, yeah, honestly, I think that like with you guys is. Uh, you guys put up 35 points, and Shmuda didn't necessarily have the game of his life through the numbers he's used to putting up. Yeah. Uh, Marvin had a big game. Uh, Svenna had an incredible game, 111 yards. And uh, honestly, I think that like you guys are just like a well-oiled machine. And I think if you guys, I think you guys are kind of hoping we don't squeeze into the playoffs. I think that our, your two toughest games yeah. were against us. But uh, another, you guys find a way to win again. With all honesty, you spoke about it in our two toughest games this season, even though we're undefeated. Now we're, we're both games we played you guys. You guys are yeah. the team that did give us the hardest time, especially in that last game. So Surprisingly, Chris and Andrew were very calm. I didn't hear them that much. Yep. I don't know if it was because Andrew didn't get the last laugh the first time we played around or because Marvin scored two touchdowns uh, in that game that he, he wasn't yapping as much and he mm-hmm. wasn't his normal self. But uh, I was surprised to hear, like, not hear them as much, actually. Uh, both QBs balled out, like, statistically yeah, in this really? game. Like, Steve-O, 20 for 28, 200 yards, five touchdowns, no picks. Jason Rossi, 32 for 45, 271, five touchdowns and one pick. And what a pick that was by Jonathan Svetna. Oh, my God. <laughs> Right like when you saw him diving, you're like, no way he's getting that pick. And then he yeah. got it, he secured it, put his both arms underneath it before he hit the ground. Like, wow. I was, I was going to go to the ref, like, incomplete, incomplete. And I was like, no, like, it's he, not even he, worth it. No, he just he caught it. Like, what am I going to say? Yeah. And like, it was really the Svetna Ugo show, right? Like, yeah. Svetna, you said his stats seven catches, 111 yards, yeah. one touchdown, and a huge two point. But then 
you go with seven catches, 58 yards, three touchdowns, and also one huge two-point convert. Huge, huge. Like... Yeah, he, he's Rossi's guy, and, and you would say at the end of the, for you guys, I mean, you guys have a plethora of different guys. You the, can, the three big S's. Right, that's what I mean. You guys have a bunch of guys you can go to, and I think that for us, too, like, I'd say Hugo is probably the main guy on O, but we have other guys that can step it up. But, uh, no, Hugo had the game, really had another great game, never really has a, a game off, but uh, it was a battle of the two giants there, and you yeah. guys came out on top. How about even uh, giving a little shout-out to our boy Dave G, 10 tackles in that game, even tripping Jeff on one of them when he tackled for one yard, so not and like Jeff him. keeps running, he's like, yeah, yeah, continue running. <laughs> I can't, so not like Dave, but it just goes to show you like how intense that it was, rivalry gets for sure. It was an intense game, but it was like uh, I say, the enemy kept cool heads. There wasn't like you know any like unsportsmanlike no, or anything no. like that. It's the perfect game you want in D one, a high scoring game. Felt like a playoff game. It did, it did, and I hope that's going to be a playoff matchup. I know, like it's like we said in other shows, it's really hard to beat the same team three times in a season. Right, totally. And uh, those two games that we played, you were like almost playoff like vibes. Yeah, yeah, totally. And like I, it's almost like maybe who knows if we're gonna play a third time. I think if Destiny has it, I think we'll meet up in the playoffs. You really think you're making the playoffs? I ain't saying no. I ain't saying no. Three and zero. Three and zero. Two and zero now, baby. <laughs> two and zero. Let's go. All right, that's it for Div One. Uh, let's go to Div Two now. Before I start, I was looking at the scores of all the Div Two games, and I don't. We don't keep track of like the points like scored per week. Right. But this week had super high scoring games. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. You know how I like numbers. I calculated something quickly like before week six. The average points scored per team this season were under just under 25 points a game. Okay. This past week, the average points per each team scored was over 35. Come on. So we had two games hit 50 points. We right. had three games hit 40. And we had four games hit 30. Out of the nine like those six games, so out of the 12 teams, yeah. nine out of the 12 went for over 30 points. Isn't that, that insane? That is, that's great quarterback play. <laughs> or poor defense? Yeah, I'm going to say great quarterback play. But yeah, no, it's like you're 100 percent right, Taylor. Just like looking at these 38-35, 40 to 20, 40 to 30, 53 to 26, 58-40. Like that's Madden type numbers. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 college football type numbers. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. crazy, honestly. Yeah. And uh, let's start with the KLB who scored 50 points on uh, Honor Game. Yeah, they did. I-, I warned you about this like two weeks ago. Remember when we were talking about them and I screwed up and I thought you were playing them the week after? I'm 1, like, okay, you even got two weeks now. Like, these guys are for real. Yeah. I, Terry, I, I know there's some games where you take teams for granted. This was not one of them. Uh, I knew how good they were, right? We've been talking about it on the podcast for a while. I've been praising them, praising their quarterback, their receivers. This team is like, when they're feeling it, I think they can compete in D1. And I'm really not just saying that. Uh, I think that, look, it was, for, for talking about Honor Game's point of view, it's good we get this loss now, kind of midway through the season. We were 4-0, losing now. We become 4-1. It was a little bit of a wake-up call. Yeah. I think we were kind of cruising past teams, uh, and this team is good. And they were just firing completely on all cylinders. It was They were scoring at will. They were literally scoring at will. It was 15 yards, at 20 will? yards. They scoring on will? They were, no, <laughs> I got a pick in that game, mind you. It was, a, it was a fluke pick. It landed right on my hands, but still. Uh, they scored every single possession except for that one, and it was uh, they were... Like, honestly, it was, we just couldn't stop them. We had absolutely no answer. They had the 15-yard in. They had the short pass. Their QB was scrambling when they needed to. They hit Dean Bombs. And it was like, you look at the stats in this game, and it was like a game where they just did whatever they wanted. I got them. I'll, I'll go ahead. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. you. guys were like 4-0, and and like rolling, everything was going well for you guys. You were bound to have one, like, drop-off at some point, right? Yeah. Like, it just happened that Isira was, was not Dave's best game. Dave's, after four games, was averaging just one interception and one sack against per game. I th- he threw a four picks in this game. He got sacked three times. Very uncharacteristic yeah. uh, of Dave. Yeah. But what was crazy is he still threw for 240 yards and four touchdowns. Right. So it's like, it was a little bit of a weird game there. Like, yeah. playing poorly, but also playing like well at some like aspects. You guys couldn't get like the points you needed. Yeah. Still scored 26. Um, you actually had not bad of a game. Eight catches, 80 yards, one touchdown. And you also yeah. got that fluky interception that you said. But also, Kareem had got two. Like, it wasn't... You know, you're not going to praise someone in the loss there, but like, yeah. he had two really nice touchdowns in that game, right? Right, no, there was the one on the sideline, like that tiptoe catch was like a perfect yeah. throw, and it was like he just caught it, and then he had another long bomb catch uh, that, uh, yeah, he just went under it and got both hands under it. Yeah, he had a really great game, and defensively, too, he played solid. But now to talk about like the real team in this game, KLB, yes. like, man, I, I heard, like, I, talking, and, like, they said that sometimes they go out on Friday night and they get, like, really wasted, so, like, when they're not as hungover on, like, the Saturday, <laughs> okay. this is how they play, so this was, like, a... Like last Friday was like a um, a soft night for them. Like they just right. yeah, like they weren't like they didn't go that crazy. So they needed the win. Yeah, I guess they needed the win. So um, I know um, Jeremy Riendo Demers got uh, John's Player of the Week honors, but literally I don't know how he chose because could have went to anybody. Mm. Like Jonathan Plul, nineteen for thirty, two hundred and seventy three yards, eight touchdowns, one pick, and three one point converts, and he added a 
an interception on defense. Yes. These are all two-way players. Look, look at this. Alex Valier, nine catches, 101 yards, four touchdowns, and three sacks. Yeah, he was a, a machine in that Conte game. Conte Faneuf, three catches, 82 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. And an interception on defense. Yes. And then the player of the week, Jeremy Rando de Mouse, five for 67, two touchdowns, two picks, one pick six, one pick two. <laughs> Like, what couldn't he do in this game? Honestly, it <laughs> he was, was doing it all. <laughs> really, it was. It, it was like, how like, did John just go any mini mini? Yeah, they, like, like, they all could have been like, what? Like, when you have four studs like that that are playing two ways, I know they're only six players that they got a, a last got minute a sub, sub. Yes, from a lower division in that game, so they're only five roster players plus their sub, and they all balled out. This could have been the one time where John decides to give Player of the Week to a team. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know how that works, but... They got three-headed monster plus their quarterback. Exactly. Like. And the thing was, too, like, the, the, the catches they were making, like, they weren't wide open. There was defenders it was on crazy. them. crazy. Like, it was toe-dragging, like, one-handed yeah. catches, back of the end zone. Like, every catch was like a highlight reel for them. Like, 100%. it wasn't like... It was, yeah. It was, even the weeks they lost, it was like that for them. Yeah, I remember the game against us, it was like that, too. Like, every... Like, Everything was going well for them. Like, <laughs> I think I'm going to call these guys the Harlem Globetrotters of D2. I like that. <laughs> no, but like the other team tries. Yeah, no, no, no. Not, this, not, not, not hate against us. Yes, you're right. I'm saying they're the Globetrotters. They're a fun team to watch. Anyway, that's enough praise for KLOB yes. <laughs> before the heads get too big. Yes. Uh, how about some for OG Panthers? Show me some love. Yeah, OG Panthers. Uh, I was you didn't the, pick us, eh? No, I was the only one to pick against you guys. Uh, I saw your picks. I think you picked us this week, but maybe you should change it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, kind of a spoiler alert there, but totally. Like we talked about earlier, uh, two-point conversion, having a uh, an absolutely monster game. Okay, why you come two-point conversion? Uh, so we played at, uh, La- not Laval, at Loyola that one time. And uh, we were down by one. It was a scrimmage game. And I believe it was Steve. We were down by one. We went for two for the win, and he got a toe drag swide catch in the back of the end zone for two points. And I didn't know his name at the time, so I called him two point conversion. And it just stuck. What a cool name, two point conversion. So yeah, two point conversion, getting eleven catches, one hundred eighty yards, three touchdowns. I don't know how many two point conversions he had in that game, <laughs> but uh, look, getting the win for you guys. And I think the more impressive part is that you guys threw five interceptions to Dynasty throwing one, and you guys won the game. How does that happen? Our D came up big in that game. Our D came up really big in that game. Um, uh, also, Dynasty was missing their star wide receiver, who was um, player of the week from the previous week, uh, okay. Sebastian Béchard. Okay. It was kind of like the matchup of the players of the week, as uh, Louis Mathieu was no. Kevin's player of the week, and right. Sebastian was John's player of the week. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, but unfortunately, Sebastian wasn't there. Mm. But Shao also played really well. Like I know he threw those five picks, but he he threw for three hundred yards. He went seventy percent completion, and he also threw six touchdown passes. Right. So he did those three hundred yards, and he went he went twenty eight for forty. So that's that's crazy, and like like I said, our D came up really big. Like we gave up thirty points, but their QB Kevin Marion, who's a great quarterback, only completed ten passes in that game. Wow! Like we threw ten picks, but he only completed ten passes. I guess they were all bombs. Like considering yeah, Loy came up clutch on that. Uh, on I their, saw that pick. That was nice. How nice was that a pick when he like, undercut it? Yeah. I, I don't. You didn't probably know what the score was. We were up thirty four thirty with two minutes left. Whoa! It was a four point game with two minutes left. They were driving to take the lead, okay. and he came up p- big with that pick. So that was like, a nice play. That was huge. He's another player that flies under the radar. He's played three games for us right now so far in the season. He's leading our team with two interceptions, and both of his interceptions I could argue were huge. The other one was an early pick six in the, our other win. Okay. So yeah, coming up big for us on that defense. But talking, yeah, talking about what you said about uh, Charles, like of course throwing the five interceptions isn't great, but you'd rather a game where you throw seven touchdowns and four picks, like three touchdowns, yeah. two picks, right? Because at least you threw the five picks in a game where you threw for three hundred yards. That's what I mean. You're, right? you're giving okay, like you want to play safe. In other words, to limit the picks, but at the end of the day, the name of the game is scoring well, touchdowns. At the same time, t- two or three of those picks went off receivers' hands, and, okay, and, and they were bubbled balls. Like okay, I, I spoke to Charles for the game two were clearly on him. Okay, but the other two and a half, three were. No, like two for, other ones were not for sure not his fault. Right. Well, there and there was go. one that like was maybe not an interception that was called an interception. So okay. <laughs> we won't get into that because the you know I'm also a rev. I, I heard I heard you guys yelling. Like, under the bus, but I heard Loic saying if you can't see you can't call it. That's what I yeah. Heard that. We'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, we I said it before, say it again. But before we move on, like Louis Matthews on another level this year, man. Agreed. Agreed. I think that uh, only way to stop him is to put two guys on him. Yeah, uh, you gotta put at least four. <laughs> Okay, let's go to D3. I think you ref this game a uh, nice TDs against Black Knights. What a fun game. Honestly, I ref two games uh, this past Saturday. Both of them are really good ones. This game had everything. It was, uh, you know, it was like kind of middle of the... Not a super high-scoring game. Great defensive plays made. Uh, a little bit of trash-talking, but like clean. Uh, Who's trash-talking who? Well, obviously, it was nice TDs trash-talking the other team because that's that's how it goes. Jaffa, Is that why Chris Nanja had no more like breath or voice for the next game? For the, like, the henchman game, yeah. yeah, they were like all tired out, <laughs> probably. But no, really good game. Uh, defensive effort, great by uh, Nice CDs. Both Andrew and Chris getting two interceptions. Leon struggled a little bit in this game. Wait, wait. 
what up? Like, who actually bought that lullaby of them, like, not playing defense? Like, <laughs> I think John went soft. We love John. We're not going to play de- Oh, we're just there, like, like, they each had two interceptions, and they're both ballers. They're both D1 players. Like, yes. they're not maybe D1 players. Not no. both, they're both D1 players. And, like, for the set, like, Leon doesn't throw that many picks. He threw no. four in that game to two D1 players. Like, yeah, I don't I know. know. Whoever, like, when I heard that before the season started, I'm like, no chance in hell that's going to, like... Let it fly. Yeah. No, for sure. I was surprised too. And uh, just to your point, the final score was 25 to 19. So uh, only giving up three touchdowns. Nice season. But Andrew's interception was the game sealer. It was a toe drag swag near the back oh, yeah. of the end zone. Nice. I, I, the other team had said out, but I was re- I was refereeing and it really was clearly in. Obviously just, the team said out. I didn't, yeah, I didn't just give it because it was my boy Andrew was in. You but, gave it because uh, it was your boy Andrew? No, I just I didn't give it because it was my boy Andrew. Can I articulate that? I did not give it because it was my boy Andrew. I gave it because he caught it. But yeah, look at this game, 13-12, uh, sorry, 13-13 at half, tie game, and then the second half, nice CD scoring, 12-6. Uh, Chris, pretty good game, 21 of 30, uh, 205 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. He also had a rushing TD. This was a game where it was like, you had to have a head on a swivel because any team could make a play with any player. Like, it wasn't like necessarily one player dominating on each side of the ball. It wasn't just... JC Andrew. No, it, it really wasn't. Sean Kenny had a pretty good game, um, and Simal had a good game in terms of yardage for uh, four nice CDs. A uh, really good game, and the way I would describe this is if these guys played ten times, I think they split five five. I really, I picked Black Knights. Teams able to compete in D two? Yes. Both of them? Yes. Like would they go at least five hundred? Yes. Really? Okay. I think so. I think so. And just to, to add on to that point, I picked Black Knights to win this game just because I find like it was such a tough game to predict. And I really think these teams are really evenly matched and hopefully this can become a playoff matchup uh, when the playoffs come around. Yeah, I picked Black Knights because of the uncertainty of like Sean Kennedy and JC both being there. Right. They both missed a couple of games. You picked Nice CDs, you mean? Yeah, sorry. I picked Nice yeah. CDs because of that uncertainty. Right, right. Had I known they both would have been there, I probably would have leaned towards Black's, Black Knights side yeah. and, and they even didn't even win the game with their star players. Surprising. Also, uh, you gave out Chris's stats. I know he played pretty well. Look at his rushing stats. He didn't have, I think he had like seven carries for 14 yards. Yeah. In great part, Jamal is playing really well. He had two sacks on Chris and Chris, like I've played him many times. He's a hard quarterback to sack. So for Jamal to get two sacks on Chris in division three, like Chris dances on people in division one, right? Right, With right. With his jukes and yards uh, and his yak. So like for him to, like Jamal be able to con- somewhat contain Chris. I know he got that one rushing touchdown. Yeah. Like props uh, on Jamal for that. And he's like second in the league right now in, um, in, in sacks, in sacks and with nine and six games. Even when, like, the thing is, like, we look about stats and, like, you, you attest this too as being a, yeah. a rusher, like, as being a rusher. Like, even when he wasn't sacking Chris, he was still, like, getting in his head and forcing yeah, yeah. Chris to make bad throws. So that doesn't appear on the statue, but he was still doing his, doing his job as a rusher. Yeah. Even when he wasn't sacking Chris. Yeah, good up and coming rusher uh, in this league. My man to keep up for, that's for sure. Keep an eye out for him. All right, let's go to uh, Arnold's and Washington Foreskins. Undefeated. What happened there? Yeah, so, uh, it was, uh, I was sure since I picked you guys, you weren't going to win. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was, uh, usually when, uh, when you pick against us, we, uh, we usually pick for us. We, we... But uh, obviously, John got another d- sub from a higher division in Alexis Ferrand, who, okay. plays, who plays D2, and right? First of all, we were missing Alec and James, so like I mean that kind of uh, like balances out. But yeah, no, pulling his side, six catches, 73 yards, a touchdown. Did he steal some targets from you? Uh, yeah, he may have. Because you got like your average is going lower and lower. Yeah, it is. Like, aren't you that deep guy? Look, as long as we're winning games, I'm happy, Terry. I, I like know you're a great teammate, but like. I appreciate that. Well, but did, did he say, okay, the route that we'll use, Jones? Okay, Alexi, you do it now? Yeah, he kind of ran a few drags to him, and I was a little disappointed because that's usually my route. But like, can't complain as long as we're getting the win. But uh, Mauricio, like, we, we talked about checking his stats after, like, for a snapper, it's incredible how, like, how many He's, yards per catch is he at. He just, he does the ballerina thing where he spins and spins yeah. and there's like the twinkle toes. Eight catches, 74 yards, and two touchdowns. It's almost like I almost want to go and deflag him. Because it's like annoying. It's like, why can't you deflag him? But uh, no, he, like, what's really underrated about Mo is he has great hands. Yeah. And uh, I, he doesn't look like the most athletic guy, but he's a smart player. He knows he's been what playing to do. with John for a very long time. That's now. what I mean. And he, he really does have solid hands. Like, if the ball's in anywhere in his vicinity, he's going to catch it. Solid hands to deflag also. We saw in that highlight video when he got that huge tackle. Insane. In freaking insane. But yeah, no, uh, for Iron Wolves. John had another John, John Tech out. game, 25-33, five touchdowns, no picks, 240 yards. And I have to say, our defense is doing pretty good this year. Like, I mean, defensively, we, we seem to be winning these ugly type games, but our offense is rolling, our defense is rolling. I think, like, defensively, we're doing really well. I think John's trying to prove that he actually deserves QB of the year, and he's not just going to get it because he gives it to himself. Right. Looking right. at the QB stats in this division, John's like... Pretty much like in the, the leader, like right okay. now. Yeah, That's he's running away with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. But he still needs to uh, up those rushing stats a little bit. He has 26 attempts for 28 yards. Okay. Slightly over one. He really, it's really important for him to keep it over one yard of carry throughout the remainder of the season. Yeah. It's not going to be easy, but like it's, it's 
important. I mean, like for like him averaging two yards a carry is like you averaging like twenty five yards. Yeah, a yeah that's why I'm, like, just, I'm just asking for him to keep it over one. Yeah, I see. He ends the season with like two point one yards per carry. Two point one. He's gonna yeah. double up. Yeah, two point one. He's at barely at one now. But he's good. Don't worry, bro. I trust my guy. I trust him. Other thing, like maybe this is why his rushing yards um, per carry are so low. I saw him got sacked a couple of times this game. Yeah, like got sacked four times. Like huge uh, shout out to. Um, Mathieu Laforêt from the Foreskins. He's, yeah. he's the sack leader in Division Three right now with 13 and five games only. And he got sacked four times, but I, I'm sure I saw like he probably got sacked on converts too, right? Yeah, go but that and because like I saw him sitting on getting sacked, like that should be more than four. His sacks were also clutch. He got like two sacks in the red zone on the same drive, and I don't think we scored on that one. He like he kind of knows when to turn it up there, and like when like the defense was bending, 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 and then like like we need to play. Boom! He was making a play, and he was getting a sack. And it was like every time I looked back, John was like, "Oh shoot! Oh shoot!" Like he didn't he didn't throw type of thing. Yeah. But like better to get sacked than obviously like throw when a you, pick. you sack the QB and he's gonna get the ball off. That's when you know. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, honestly, a great rusher, and uh, you were talking. Talking about him for like a while in previous shows, but I got to see firsthand how good he is. Yeah, and like not like yes, good win for you guys, congrats. But like, Forskins are not only missing their QB and Gabriel Pru, who's a baller. Yeah, they're also missing their main receiver Gabriel Samney, who has like 300 yards in two games, but is also a great backup quarterback. He's usually their main guy who backs up. Okay. The other Gabriel, when Pru is missing, Samney right. usually goes in quarterback. Right. And he's a great runner. He he like I think he's averaging like 50 yards per game as a uh, on the ground when he QBs. So, like, they're missing those two guys. And, like, unfortunately for them, it's the week they had, like, two games, right? Yeah. And they went out with two L's. And, and that's the next game we're going to talk about. Average Joes and Foreskins. Yep. Man, 30-6. to six. Foreskins now three straight losses. Yeah. 12 total points in those three games. Because they got shot out against Nice CDs the week before. Right. Uh, Jason keeps, keeps playing well, man. Yeah, really? Our boy Jason, man. <laughs> Like, but the D also stepped up in that game. The other Jason, Jason Edwards, had two huge interceptions. Yes, Stanley Louis, nice two one. huge sacks in yeah. that game. Um, great, like, team effort all around. Carlos was making some huge tackles. I love his intensity on the defensive side of the oh ball. Oh, my God. I love it. Hype man. It's like a Super Bowl for him. Every, and that's yeah. how it should be. I love that. Like, I know, I think that was a free agent team. What like a coincidence for him to be, like, with... The Jason on yeah, the same team, like get yeah, the two hype men it's a together. Great pairing for sure. Yeah. But to, to add on what you said, uh, Jason came up to me at the end of the game. He didn't. It was his birthday, by the way, on Saturday. Yeah, it was my birthday. Yes, uh, and he didn't. Uh, he said he said he didn't have the great game. It was kind of the defense stepping up. Yeah. Uh, and he did like, what he had to do. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, look at his stats here: nineteen of thirty-two. Like not a bad completion percentage. One twenty-eight, three touchdowns, two picks. Not great, but at the end of the day, if your defense is balling out, you don't have to force stuff, right? Defense played really well, like you said. Uh, Edwards getting the two interceptions. I saw one of them. Uh, a really, really nice play. Average shows, man. They looking a little bit scary now. I don't think any team wants to play them. <laughs> I can't believe. I don't think. I didn't think I'd ever be saying that. Uh, but uh, no, they uh, right now telling off a, a few straight wins. And I think like the good thing about Jason, he seems to be spreading the ball around. And I think that everyone's bought into the system and everyone's playing for the love of the game and for each other. Yeah. I don't see guys playing for individual stats. You know, like. Uh, getting on each other's nerves, and I think like like we talked about Carlos on the defensive side of the ball, he's always able to up that mentality. The heart and soul of that team, and he's also a good defender too. He's like he's he's draped on defenders. He's a good short uh, in the in the short flats. He makes plays on the ball. So they might uh, have to change their team name because they're not really average anymore. No, they ain't average. The unaverage <laughs> Joe's really. Yeah. That's it. Let's go to the Division Four. I don't want to talk about this, but the Sneaky Snakes defeated the Thunder Buddies nineteen to eighteen. Upset of the year. Yeah, uh, that was a hard game for me. I really played bad. I, I think it was like one of my worst games since like my first season. Mm. As a quarterback, yeah, but like kudos to them, they intercepted me four times. G had a great game, like as a defender, two picks for him. He also scored a nice touchdown. David Brisson, who Kevin was really hard on him in his articles, played well. He only had nine completions, but he did what he had to do to get the dub. Like, he scored three touchdowns to only one interception. He mm -hmm. threw a gorgeous corner, like ball to uh, Nicolas Teolis, yeah, at the corner of the end zone, uh, to go up uh, early in the second half. Mm. Uh, a <laughs> funny thing in this game. Uh, we were up. Uh, sorry, we were down seven six before half with one play left, and uh, G threw a hail mary. Yeah, and it got caught like at the five yard line, and we tackled the guy at the one. Like, <laughs> you ever see a hail mary being oh caught? Gosh. But it was short of the end zone, and we like Ben was subbing for us that game, and he tackled him, tackled the receiver at the one yard line. So it was almost a pick six. No, no, no. G threw a pass. Yeah, it, it got caught. Yeah, by his own receiver from his team. Yeah, for the score, but we tackled him at the one. Oh, got you, got you. Wait, okay, got you now. Who made the tackle? It was Ben. Oh, who you just said? Ben from Bouté, yeah. Ah, uh, got yes. you, got you. Do you need me to restart? No, no, wait, you didn't, you weren't we're very We're talking clear, about Thunder like, Buddies, yeah, yeah, let's continue on. <laughs> so how often do you see that? The Hail Mary being completed, right. but not scored. Right, got you, got you, okay. Yeah, because G has a good arm too, eh? Obviously, yeah. primarily a receiver on that yeah. team, but he has a good arm. And Mario Lou also balled out a big touchdown and a huge INT. Game-winning pick, game. eh? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so yeah. It happens. Look, but I know like you guys were, you guys are kind of going a little bit down now. But yeah. hopefully you guys can regroup. Uh, definitely trust you guys. I think you guys are playing Titans coming Our up. Next game is against the Titans. That's so going to be, be a crazy game. Uh, I think it'll be like a ton of rushing yards in that game. But look, you guys, I, you guys have the team to figure it out. You know, you as a the the head of that team obviously you know what to do. You got experienced players on that team. You got good players on that team. We got a couple of big pieces that were missing for the last month. We had an injury to Kevin Nick. Kusei was on vacation, and Alex St. was working for the whole month. So, like, those are three big pieces that should be coming back for the last two games of the season mm-hmm. before we start the playoffs. So, it'll be nice to have them back. For sure, definitely. No, you guys will be good. Uh, we didn't really see any other Division Four games, but I got a good question for you. What surprised yes. you more this week? Flamboyant and Flamingos only winning 19-7 to against the struggling Bote, mm-hmm. or Serial Killers getting shut out 31-0 against the Raw Sauce? I'd say both, but if I had to pick one, it'd be the flamboyant flamingos. I think uh, you know I love serial killers. I I did predict them to lose in this game, unfortunately, uh, and they uh, and they they did lose. Rosas is a really good team. I, I'm I've jumped on that bandwagon since refing their game against Lepan Ash, even though they lost that one. So I think you know serial killers were kind of bad to have a, a bound to have a little bit of a poor game. They did unfortunately, but yeah, flamingos. I think they put up 19 points. Uh, yeah. Really surprising. I thought uh, you know I thought they was getting completely one sided. I didn't really catch much. They've been averaging like 50 points a game. Yes, for, and they were missing some players, I believe. Like looking at the sets, they were missing some guys, but still against Bote, no shot against Bote. But I mean, a uh, team that's struggling like that, you think Flamboy, uh, Flamingos being the favorites in that division would be able to to at least win the game by three, four possessions. But uh, you know, it happens. Can't always be on your A game. Uh, still got the win, still undefeated. But uh, I think that uh, something you're gonna look look out for for the Flamingos. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way. I think Asira Killers are putting up zero points. They also had an explosive offense. They had a cameraman there videotaping their game. Yeah. They had the whole fan base in the stands yes. cheering them on. Yes. Like, not even score a single touchdown in that game. That, that, that surprised me a lot more. Like, I said in previous shows, I do think Flamboyant Flamingos are for real. Yeah. But I also feel they did play against weaker competition. Yeah, that is true. And um, they still beat Bote by two possessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Asira Killers, uh, they were on a roll, right? And yeah. And uh, I um, also thought Rossos was the better team. I also picked Rossos, but not for them to win in that fashion. Right. Let's go to D5 now. Uh, As much as D2 was super high scoring, D5 was super close games. Yes. I'll give you the scores. 32-26, 26-25, 26-24. So that two out of the three games be decided by one or two points, and the other game be decided by a touchdown. Like, yeah. how close are these teams in this division? Like, it's crazy, honestly. At the beginning of the season, we saw maybe a little bit more of a blowout. But right. as teams are, like, learning the ropes and, like, getting to know each other more and getting that chemistry on, each team is getting better and better. And, like, the parity is becoming closer in this division. I think, I can't believe I'm saying this, and I think I want to uh, ref as many D5 games as I can. And I know, obviously, I'm capable, well, of, I'm, <laughs> I'm capable of refing any, any level from D1 to D5 for sure. I know that. <laughs> but, uh, no, D5 games have been uh, incredibly interesting. The, the game I ref, the last game of the day, was uh, Mimosa Crew against the last calls. What a game. Uh, Mimosa Crew... Oh man, they. You're the team of the Dolphins, right? Yes, it's my, That's my not team. a good idea that you ref them, eh? My, no, no, no. It's try get try to give them a few Wait, calls and. Are you the you, know, you pick? I pick Mimosa Crew. Okay, do you only pick them because of the jerseys? Yeah, of course. No, no, that's not, I picked them. They have a solid team. So, so you're look, the only team that picked. You were the only, I was the only that picked guy that picked them. them and they so were, obviously, last calls have to show you since you're refing the game that you were wrong. Exactly, who the real bosses for yeah. sure. I completely get it. But Mimosa Crew, uh, I kind of felt for them because they had this game. I, like I don't want to say they. They were leaving there. the whole time, right? Yeah, they it was were back and forth. It was back and forth, and then uh, Mimosa Crew hadn't, hadn't has winless, right? So, so Are they, you sure about that? I think so. I hope I'm not. Mimosa no, Crew got two wins. Mosa has two wins. Mosa Crew beat Phoenix. Okay, they so... They shut out Phoenix. Okay, wow. Like, that's something to remember. Phoenix's only loss came against Mosa Crew. Okay, good call. I don't know why, because at the field, they were... Well, I mean, to... you also didn't understand when we're talking about Hail Mary and stuff. Yeah, so that's like... true. Okay, that's, that's my bad, because for some reason... You finished they... your coffee, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and then we're set. Well, no, for some reason, they, I, I, I thought I heard them saying that, uh, that they didn't think they were going to win a game all year, blah, blah, blah. But... Um, but no, they had this game, Terry. They had this game in the bag. And uh, unfortunately for them, uh, they, it was a clutch play by Sebastian Alzalte. I hope I'm saying that correctly. He got a pick six late in the game. It was a pass to Omar Jackson. He undercut it to make it 25-25. They got the extra point to make it 26-25. On the offensive side of the ball, Sebastian had seven catches, 97 yards, three touchdowns. He is one of the better players in D5. And he had the one-point convert. Yes, exactly. Only, uh, to, to, like the one by one, right? Right, exactly, for sure. He's definitely a player to watch out for. And he was playing primarily against Omar Jackson. Obviously, we know Stunned. Omar Jackson, a great player. I think too too strong for D5. He had a great game. He had a touchdown. He had a, a couple of uh, passing touchdowns. <laughs> this was a really, really good game back and forth. And I think that Mimosa crew kind of missed a chance to put their stamp on this division. It's funny, and we see that often, like Samir Jalnev for type of player, like in Division 5, when you have like one really, really good player, he does it all for you. He gets the picks, yeah. he gets t- passing touchdowns, Throws. receiving touchdowns, just rushing touchdown too, just to... 
added to it, you know? Taysom Hill of the MFL, <laughs> yeah. honestly. But uh, no, this was a really fun game to watch, honestly. And like the vibe of this game was great. A lot of nice catches made by both teams. Uh, quarterback for uh, the last calls, Guillaume Lacombe. Uh, stats weren't great in this game. He did have a few drops. He's, um, he's a really good quarterback. He was spot on. Uh, he's good at evading the rusher. And his, his ball is, is not only is it pretty, but it gets there. It comes as a spiral. It gets to his receivers. He always gives the receiver a chance to make a play. Unfortunately for them, they didn't. They had quite a few drops, but they still won the game. But uh, Guillaume had a, had a really good game, excluding the sats in that game. He's a, he's a, honestly a really just like, great thrower of the football. It was really like all offense in the first half. After the first half, the score was 25-19. Right. And then there were no points scored by the offense in the second half. It was the only points of the game was that pick six. Right. Yeah, it was, it it was crazy it was to a see such a high score in the first half and then like nothing in the second half. I think the, the thing was the defense is adjusted. The defense yeah. is adjusted well. Uh, they kind of shaded both of their best receivers on both teams. And that's and, where uh, I was going with this. Uh, yeah. You, you know, I was going to give some, a rusher some love. Julie LeBlanc Goulet, two sacks, and Mathieu Alzate, one sack. So that defense combined for three sacks in that game. Yeah. So that was like, that must have been huge. Th those are big for sure. And I think the majority of them came in the second half. Uh, you know, whenever you get a sack, pushing your team back makes it a second down and long, third and long. That's why I said that both defenses really clutched up in the second half. Nice. Yeah. Thanks. All right. So let's go to MFL Brassard. Yes, MFL Brassard. Okay. Uh, do you want to start? I'll let you start. All right. So I. Threw me under the bus there. But no, basically, so for MFL Brossard... Uh, we could have just not spoken about it. Yeah, no, I want to speak about it. Oh, to our so guys you wanted to speak about it, but I'm throwing you under the bus yes. when I'm telling you to start. Yes, whenever it's, something bad happens, it's your fault. Well, we could talk about the Outlaws, because I think they balled out last, <laughs> last week in Brossard. It was like the Outlaws weekend. Yes, my phone is <laughs> 76 funny. points they scored in that game uh, against Shake and Bake. 74 points they scored, and then they uh, also scored 46. So uh, when you could score 74 and 46 in the same weekend, that's a lot of touchdowns, that's a lot of catches, that's a lot of points. And that's with like Steve like not playing the second half of most of those games, right? Yeah. So it's like pretty incredible when you think about it. Uh, Miles, who is starting to get a little bit on my nerves, he had a, a really good back-to-back -back, uh, games. Honestly, uh, a stud, uh, potentially getting the MVP in uh, in the Brossard League. Just uh, maybe a little <laughs> bold prediction, but look. Oh, you thought you were gonna get it? I didn't say that. Looking at the standings here, uh, we're in first, Outlaws in second, then you got to Brennan Circuses. So there's there's no spots locked up. It's pretty incredible now. You look at all seven teams, is all seven still have a chance to make the playoffs. So four teams make the playoffs. Right now, Jackrabbits holding that down, that final uh, playoff spot at two and four. But they uh, two and six right behind them, the 28 and three, two and six, Shake and Bake, and one and six, Rusty Trombones. Chances and Jackrabbits are, are playing Rusty Trombones twice and Shake and Bake. Chances are Jackrabbits will get that four spot, like if if we're Cause, betting. Because John told you to say that, right? And also because John is the quarterback, and I trust my quarterback every day. Yes, of the week. but that's John throwing on Sundays after he balled out. Not only did he ball out with Aaron Lewis, he won a sub for Lee Mean Machines, and he also balled out with them. That's why in his game this past weekend he didn't ball out as much. It's, you can't, can't expect three straight games. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, already can, two stretching. It. Yes, like, I it thought is. he wasn't going to win Lee Machines. I chose Long Chefs to win that game. Yes. And then like coming Sunday, okay, yeah, like his arms hurting, you know, like yeah, yeah. He even said he would stop subbing for teams because just throwing twice in the weekend. Is, it's like, it's a lot. For sure. No, I feel you definitely. But uh, if, if I had to pick, I'd say Jackrabbits get that. Battle for the first spot, really, between uh, between us and uh, Outlaws. That next game against them is going to be huge. We're 7-0. and They're 6-1. We're ahead by a game. But like you said, we're playing them uh, this upcoming Sunday. So I think... And like, Red and Circuses has two games against us. We exactly. We could go from one to three very easily, just like that. And I think you know, Brennan Circuses could leap us. There's a chance even Brennan Circuses they, get the one seed. They're also playing outlaws. Exactly. They so can, a lot can happen if they if they went out. They get the one seed. So obviously, it's like, also exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting. in, in Brossard. I didn't think it was gonna you know come uh, come down to being this close, but big win by I know we praise them a lot, but twenty eight to three uh, against uh, against Shake and Bake. They were able to win to get that second win of the season, keep their playoffs hope alive. Does their grade go to C minus now or a C? Uh, what was it before? Like a D, D plus. Okay, so I'll go from a D to a D plus because they didn't <laughs> let me play for Shake and Bake, so a D plus. And uh, yeah, it's going to be an exciting end of the season. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's it. That's for it for Brossard. That's it. We went past our 30 seconds of uh, airtime. <laughs> Let's preview some good games because this week has, like, as the season is coming to an end and, like, we're talking about these playoff, like, matchups or, like, who's going to clinch the playoff spot. There's a lot of important games coming up mm -hmm. with D1, Murdy Crime Family yes. against Ninja Turtles. How much, how badly did Murdy Crime Family lose that game? Yeah, sorry, Murdy Crime. I got a few guys I know on the team, but please lose this game. Go partying Friday night. Do whatever you want. Uh, you know, have a good time. But, yes, for, in order for the henchmen to make the playoffs, 
we're rooting against Centurions and against Moretti Crime Family. So we really need Ninja Turtles to win this game. Uh, I think that if you look at this game, we like to talk about player matchups and like, but I want to look at like these two offenses and how different they are. You look at Moretti Crime Family, they like to slowly, mechanically, boringly move the ball down the field. And it's like two yard pass, three yard pass, four yard pass, and it works. I, I can't say anything, right? If it works, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. And then they can take that deep shot afterwards because they have the speedsters on that team to, to kind of blow over the top. And then you got uh, Ninja Turtles that I don't think they know what like a five yard hook is. I think it's bomb, 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 <laughs> post, bomb, bomb, bomb. They know what a five yard hook and go is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like a five yard slant comes up. the goal. Like right, yeah, of course. And so it's a really uh, completely two different offenses in this game. I think that's going to be something to keep up for. I think the time of possession in this game is going to be like 90% from already, 10% for Ninja Turtles, but not because Ninja Turtles won't score. I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a really good game. Like, yeah, uh, I'm excited to see yeah, this game. I'd like maybe rep this one. It's going to be like a great game and like maybe high scoring. Yeah. Both these teams have like good offenses that score a lot of points. Yeah. And both these like teams are like new teams for the MFL and bring the Division One strength to another level, right? Totally. Like it wasn't just the Outlaws henchmen kind of season this year. Eh? It wasn't. Like think about it. The the last week one Ninja Turtles and they rallied off a bunch of straight wins after that yeah, loss. Well, lucky when you guys got over them there. I think we played well in that game. But yeah, no, like both teams feeling the groove right now. I, well, sorry. Actually, I'm already surprisingly losing to Holy Trollers yeah. there. So you got to think gonna that... They're going to be hungry for a win. Exactly. That's going to be uh, a lot of storylines to watch in that game. Let's go to D2. Uh, KOLB and uh, Pitsley Pitsfog both coming off huge wins. Um, yeah, that that's gonna, these are like two really good teams in D2 right now, eh? I think that it's going to be a high-scoring game. And I think that... Both of these teams want to win this game to show that they can be the top dog in the division. Of course, K will become beating us, one of the better teams in the division. They want to prove they can do it for back-to-back -back weeks. Pretty fuck, you know, getting Dom back, which seems to be like the, the main case. I don't know. I don't think he's going to be missing any more games. I think that that's going to be must-see TV. And if, if there was a game of the week um, to be filmed this week, I think we could make a case that it could be that one. Uh, two great quarterbacks, two quarterbacks that could scramble, that could throw on the run. I look forward to it. A match I'm looking forward to see is Alex Valier, the new great rusher for KLB who's been killing it in yeah. Division 2. See how he fares against uh, Dom Lafarge in this yes. game. Can he contain him? Can he get sacks on him, multiple sacks in this game? Uh, that's going to be great and really exciting. Yeah, pumped. Uh, in D3, uh, nice TDs are going up against Deep Threats. Yeah, we have, uh, we'll obviously make our picks at the end. We have a different uh, difference in opinion on this one. I think that this one is going to come down to the defensive side of the ball. And Jonathan I know Svetna versus Andrew Grant show? Yeah, jo oh man, that's going to be fun to see. Jonathan Svetna, Andrew Grant, maybe we Jonathan know, Svetna, uh, Chris Hope. We know jo uh, Svetna has a couple of uh, heads over Grant, but you know, yeah. we all... I say a we, couple of bodies. We all hear how high Andrew could jump, right? Yes, like that's <laughs> true. And I saw it with my own eyes refing the game against uh, Black Knight, so I think that's going to be a great matchup. This may be a little more low scoring than people think. Uh, you got two great, great QBs, but you also got two, two great defenses. defenses yeah. You look at like Svetna playing defense, also they have blow who's a good defender then after you look at Andrew and um, and Chris who all like D1 defenders there I think this would be a close one but look look for it to be a little less scoring than uh, than people think yeah I can see that also like maybe like a kind of like a 19-12 kind yeah. of game yeah uh, in Division 4 lot, lots of games uh, one game I'm really eager to see is how the serial killers b bounce back. Mm -hmm. are, are they still have someone filming the game? Did they post? Did they post anything on Instagram? They did. They did. By after the way, the yes, they did. Which is I admire that a lot. After getting blown out, they still post what, what it. They post? Uh, they posted the highlights of that game as if they won the game, which was really cool. There were uh, highlights in that game. Yeah, there were highlights. It was a, they, it was like a two minute video. Uh, I watched it and it was. Uh, they scored cool zero points. That. Yeah, but they but they still made plays. They still made catches, and the music in that video is 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 hype. So uh, whoever whoever like makes the music video, send me over the link because uh, it's a cool uh, background music in that video. You want just the, the what's saying? It's like a cool like bird. I don't know if it's like a bird flapping or like making noise, but can you just shazam it? Yeah, but like I want them to message me so so you can feel like you have friends. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so yeah, who are they playing? You didn't mention who they were playing. <laughs> so they're playing Le Panache who are undefeated. Okay, and like. How many times have we said, this is a really good team, they're having a really good season, but you know, they were bound to drop one. They were bound to drop one. We could have said this about Le Panache so many times. They're 6-0 right now. Yeah. They could have dropped against Rossos. They could have dropped one against Thunder Buddies, but they're still rolling and they're still winning, like... Convincingly, right? What a turnaround, eh, from last year to this year. Well, but it, they dropped the division also. No, like, you're, you're right still, but I mean, like, I'd say that like, D3 got more competitive than it did. I think D4 got more competitive yes. than it did last year. and like. But I also think have them having played D3, even though they only won one game last year, like, really built them for this, right? Like, totally. I'd rather, like, you, you get much better playing against higher competition, right? Like, yes, for sure. Than just blowing out everyone. Like, 
Had they stayed in D4 last year, I don't think they would have been as good as they are now. No, definitely. I just like. So I might go in D3 with Thunder Buddies next year, just come back down to D4 the year after. <laughs> Why not, honestly? But I think that, like, just basically what I was trying to say is, like, it's been a pleasant surprise. Like, I've been. I knew they were going to be a solid team. I didn't think they'd be undefeated at this they point. They also had that quarterback switch, and, like. Which is big. Yeah, and, like, Thomas and Martin, like, have a lot of football experience on that defense yes. and offense, helping out the, the younger guys on that team. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, I really want to see how Syracuse is going to bounce back. Like, this team has shown that they could score a lot of points, right? Yes. And Panache is a veteran team that played a lot, a lot of seasons in this league who are a very good team. So it's interesting to see how they're going to bounce back. It's an important, like, Panache, are they going to keep that undefeated season alive? Mm-hmm. Are Silicon going to bounce back with a big win? So that's going to be an interesting game. Yep, look forward to it. Uh, in D5, we've got Leila calls against Gold Rush. Yeah, that's going to be a... Uh... Damn, I, that's going to be a really good one. Uh, I think that, you know, both teams... With Phoenix on a bye week, we had, we, it was a tough decision to see who we're going to talk about Yeah, now. that's true, exactly. With, with no Kevin, uh, that's... Uh, I think Kevin deserves that bye week. Rushing yes. for like 67 yards and like two carries Definitely. last week. Definitely, having to do the fields and all that yeah, stuff. Think, and uh, yeah. <laughs> no, For sure, Kevin, whenever Kevin gets a break, he deserves a break for sure. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I expect it to, to be a one-possession game. Uh, like we talked about, uh, Guillaume being a great quarterback. Obviously, we know Levy quarterback for um, for Gold Rush. Gold Rush has like quite a few stud players and for like... D5, the, the plays they're able to make are plays you see in D3 and D2. Just, like, I can see this team eventually moving up, but they seem to have players that have picked up, I don't know about their previous flag experience, but they seem to know the game of flag football. And it's really, yeah. with Gold Rush, it's not a team that's coming to, to necessarily have fun and to gain football knowledge, is they know it's stuff. And, like, yeah. for them, it's, like, like win a championship or bust. They have the players they need, they have the quarterback they need, and they're a really good team. And for the last calls, big win. I think this is going to be, like, I think it's going to be someone, whoever wins the game is going to win by one point. Yeah, because it's going to be a close game. Well, all D5 games are close now, yes. so... It's funny because I remember the first show I said that like the D5 like inherited the D4 all-time stats. Right. So like good luck trying to beat my touch, especially my rushing like records and all yes. that. One guy that took it seriously was Kevin. He keeps talking to me about it. that's why he's rushing this much. Right. That's why he's running and like like almost dying on the field out there. But he's still very very far away. The guy that is on pace to shatter it is Travis on Gold Rush. He's on pace right now to go for over 600 yards rushing uh, this season. Wow. I didn't check if he got the single game uh, record yet, but uh, probably has. Right, yeah, uh, yeah, probably. So, like, Travis could just, like, I know he's trying to get better as a throw and he wants, he's a quarterback to not just run, but, like, yeah. when he runs, like, no one could stop him in that division. No, 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 it's so true. And the thing about Travis is, like, not only can he run, but he also has a good ball. Yeah. Like, he also throws the ball well, so it's like, when you've got a dual threat quarterback at that, what do you stop first? Yeah. It's hard exactly. for defenses. All right. Without further ado, let's go into our picks. Yes, let's get it. Like you said, you have a two-game lead, uh, but we'll, we'll be showing the standings right in the next article. Yeah. I'm right behind you. I think Kevin's still third, but it's close. Yeah, you, Kevin for, and from John. You and John yeah, from, from you to John and Kevin, it's still fairly close. Yeah, there's a 4% difference only, so it's very, very tight. You never know. You never know. <laughs> hey, also let us know who you're rooting for. Who would you guys like to win? Like, I'm not saying to, like, win or lose purposely your game after that, to, like, for us to be right or wrong, but, like... I mean, you could do that. Like, I don't... If you like, do that, are like... You, are you Team Terry? Are you Team Willie? Are you Team Kamish? Or are you Team The Mouth for this? Because, like, we have the competition going on between us. We're, like, trash-talking each other and all that, but, like, yeah. you guys get involved, too. Yeah, for sure. We should do, like, an Instagram thing and, like, maybe... Start it. Yeah? I don't yeah, really know. I already do enough for this show. You can do it. Yeah, okay. Agreed. <laughs> Let's go, Bitter Boys by Centurions. Bitter Boy Centurions, uh, give me Centurions in this one. They need this win a thousand times more than Bitter Boys do. Like we talked about, Bitter Boys, there's no, you can never take them for granted. They're a good team. They're going to come. Uh, hopefully they have uh, Robert back in this game for them. I just think at the end of the day, Centurions need to win more. They're going to be playing with more intensity. Yeah, I agree. I'm also going with Centurions on this one. Uh, next up, Morty Crime Family and Ninja Turtles. I, I was really going back and forth on this one. I can't yeah. have a hard time seeing Morty Crime Family lose two games in a row after that loss. They're going to be hungry for a win. But I just see Ninja Turtles slightly getting the win, like, like on converts or like. I agree. I just think that, and the reason is just because they're on a high right now, and they're on a yeah. high, and that train doesn't seem to be stopping. They're going up, Those up, up. Those brothers are too explosive. That's what I mean. Like we we haven't seen them being slowed down in recent weeks. Like why pick against them? Wade just balled out this past week. We've seen like the the QB carousel between Wade and Tam. Wade like like Wade usually starts the games and Tam comes in, but this game was Wade from beginning to end. Yeah, and he completely like won it. Single, like, Happy for him. He's been playing like really well the past yeah. few weeks, and uh, I think he's gonna ball it again this week. Then we got um, Outlaws against Holy Trollers. Yeah, the the old rivalry, right? Of uh, in years past. I think this one, uh, you know, maybe a little more close than people think. At the end of the day, I'm gonna give me Outlaws by twelve. I think you guys stay undefeated. Uh, I do like what Holy Trollers are doing. I love that they not only did they win their last game, but no matter what, like. It's a cheesy line I always say, but like you talked about against You're the a henchmen, type of guy, so. that is very true. Can't deny it. Uh, against the henchmen, they played the entire uh, hour and 
hour, right? It's an hour. Whatever, they played the whole game. You ref these games, right? They played the whole game, and uh, and I think they're going to do it against you guys, too. I think yeah. they're going to want to win. They're going to want to show they can beat uh, the undefeated team in the division. Unfortunately for them, I think the star power on Outlaws is too strong, so give me you guys to win. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to comment much, but I'm just going to say that like if there's a week where we, you would not want to face Holy Trollers, yes. it's going to be it's this week. So, well said. Uh, no matter how strong one team is, it always seems to be close games well, yeah. between us, so it's uh, going to be a fun game to play in. Mm -hmm. Then we got Honor Game against D-Nasty. Uh, yeah, I'm playing, so I can't pick it. What are your comments on the game, though? Must are you guys win for come us. Back? Yeah, we really, uh, we really got to win this one, especially after losing last week. Uh, Dynasty, obviously a tough team to play against. I think is Dave already emailing Johnson. You and Wilk, uh, you and Marv could both play. He's already emailed him. He's already. Oh yeah, most probably. He's probably doing it as we speak too. John, check your inbox right now. You probably have four unread messages. But no, it's gonna be a good game. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's uh, two experienced teams when you think about it. And I think uh, it becomes. Like, not a must-win, but both teams coming off a loss. You want to kind of get that taste out of your mouth. Yeah. I think both teams are going to bring their A game. It's funny because as good as Dynasty is, and, like, they're a really, really good team, they're also very beatable. I'm not just saying that because OG Panthers just beat them, but, like, I think you can create mismatches against them. And like, whether it's you or Marvin that's playing, I don't see who they could really stop. And on defense, you guys are both ball hawks. So like, I got honor game in this game. Appreciate the love. <laughs> just stating facts. If it's for KLB, we, talk, we, talk, we spoke about this game being a big game in this division. Yes. I'm going to go with uh, KLB just in this one. Uh, I don't know. Like Every time they ball out, they, kind of, they tend to like slow it down the, the next week. I'm going a little bold in this one. I, I think Pittsfuck are maybe the slightly stronger team when they're all there. But uh, for now, I think I'm sticking with KLB. I went back and forth in this one as well. I'm picking uh, Pittsfuck to win in this game. I think it's going to be uh, a high-scoring game. And I talk about it often like... Teams to make the first turnover, teams to make the first mistake, like that team, well, the team that capitalizes off that error uh, will end up winning the game. And I think it's going to, you know, come early on. I think whoever wins the coin toss may ask for ball first. You know, you want to kind of go set up that pace. No one uh, really does that. Sorry? No one really does that. No, no, no. I think it's like something that, like, where, like as captain of the henchman, in some ways, I like. I, Talking about winning the coin toss, I'm surprised you didn't say a little story of the outlaw's henchman. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, let's get into it right now. Okay, side note, folks. Uh, Outlaws. Oh my god, I can't believe we're saying this story. Okay, uh, Outlaws henchman. Just to show you how Stephen Harpersad has a horseshoe. Uh, Where does he have the horseshoe? It, up his butt. He has a horseshoe up his butt. Okay. Uh, it was thirty-four, thirty-four. The game goes to overtime against henchman trollers. Steve is two henchman outlaws. Sorry, henchman outlaws. Sorry, that's how like much I'm getting ahead of myself. Henchman outlaws. Steve is too busy giving crap to his players that he doesn't even, he's not, he has to do the coin toss. So John says one or two, right? Because he doesn't have a coin to flip. So meaning one or two, he puts it behind his back. Steve understands, am I going to go for one or am I going to go for two in overtime? So he says, yeah, yeah, I'll go for one, I'll go for one. And he's giving crap to Dave and then Steve, and then John goes, yeah, I had a one. And I was like, my <laughs> God. I said, even when the guy doesn't even know what's happening, he still gets it right. I'm like, that's when you know he has the palm yeah. of his hand in the league. He got it right. They ended up winning the benefit the game. of being a taxi driver and being a quarterback in Division One, right? Yes, well said, well said. And don't forget that when we went to McDonald's after, Marvin took credit for winning the coin toss, even though he was nowhere in the vicinity of the coin toss. <laughs> I wasn't in the, I wasn't in the, like, the evolved the coin toss. I'm like, oh, yo, Marv, because I knew Marv uses the coin toss before the game. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. I'm like, so, Marv, you won the coin toss overtime? Yeah, yeah, I won it. <laughs> then you tell the story, and Marv's like, yeah, I still won it. <laughs> so, like, Steve to be giving crap to his player and still getting the coin toss, okay, right? Stop saying Steve gives crap to his player, because, like, Steve's a, a great guy. No, he is a great guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a great guy. But he'll give crap to his players when needs be. No, but we love and Steve. And look what, look what happened. We won the game. We won the game. Yeah. That's that. Dad came up clutch, and no, we love you, Dad. So, what team uh, were you picking? I have no clue. What were we talking about? Let's fuck KLB. How the hell did we get to this? Uh, oh yeah, whoever wins the coin toss should pick ball first. Yes, exactly. I don't know where I was going with that. I just say... But they're not going to pick ball first. Whoever scores first wins. That's I'm going to end off saying that. And I give my pick, right? Yeah, you should yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hope Alex Valiano is rushing down the floor. I want to see that. I want to see how That's that goes. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Then we got OG Panthers, Long Chef. Give me OG to win this one. Uh, that be your third straight win? Yeah. Is that like a career high for OG? Uh, maybe. Give me OG to win this game. Uh, they're playing We're sitting well. in fourth place right now in Division 2. Holy cow. Wow. That's, uh, if ever there's a fourth place team you want to play, it's them. <laughs> but no, I'm kidding. So why are you picking us, then? I'm kidding. You're right. That's not nice. Uh, Long Chefs, yeah, they, uh, totally play on they've, been coming, they've been coming up. They've been coming strong. Uh, they're definitely uh, a good team. Unfortunately, they, um, they've lost quite a few games now, their last few ones. But not, not for lack of effort. They do have some great players on that team. Well, they're coming off a game that's outlaw, so... Right, exactly. It's tough. I think you guys are hitting stride right now, and you guys look good in those jerseys. So, I think you guys still win. How sick are those jerseys? They're pretty nice, bro. I think I'm just going to take them just to, like, take one. If you ever want to join the... Uh... I subbed for a game for you guys, so I think I merit having a jersey. <laughs> then we got Lee Mean Machines against Outlaws D2. You pick yours? 
outlaws D2, man. This offense is unstoppable. Really? Like, people like people are telling me that Steve should not be able to throw in D2. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't have any D1 players besides Dave on that team, I believe. <laughs> That's a long pause. Yes, I agree with you. Oh, well, Nick Blair. Uh, Josh, Josh Lean. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Josh and Nick yeah. Blair. Okay, yeah, true. So they don't have a couple of D1 players, but like they're not like the William Powers of D1, right? The, <laughs> the, the leading in interceptions or the Marvin Steinbergs <laughs> of D1, right? So like, I like that. As long, yeah, but yeah, so um, this offense is unstoppable. Scoring 58 points. They also scored like uh, 50 points that first game against KLB. Like, yes, their defense is weaker than the top t- defenses in D2, but why do you need a defense if you're scoring that many points? If you're scoring on every single drive, all you need is for them to miss a convert, the other team, right? 100%. And uh, 1,000%. And you look at a guy that's not mentioned much, uh, Julian on the team. Yeah. Uh, Julian, he, uh, I saw him make quite a few nice catches. Uh, I know he uh, scrimmaged with us sometime, uh, not in the winter there, but just before the season started. He developed a chemistry with Steve. And I see Steve throwing him the ball like as if he's like, like trust him as much as he does Smoota, you know what I mean? Like just like in terms of guys that he has faith in. And uh, this guy seems to be like catching the league by storm. And I, not only is he a guy that's flying under the radar, I think like he may be coming that number one receiver for this team. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we got Joyce Haters against Red Zone. I went back and forth on this one. So did I. Um, both teams coming off like uh, the tough losses. I have red zone for now, but I heard they might be missing players. So like uh, my pick might change before Saturday, depending on okay. who, who they got. But uh, I, th- I could see red zone pulling this off. I picked red zone as well. Make sure if you find out who's missing, you let me know. I will not know. tell you. Yeah, that's uh, no wonder you have a two-game lead. But yeah, red zone, I love what they're doing, man. That two-headed monster. You know what's funny? Su- I got that two-game lead, but had Thunder Buddies won, it would have been a one-game lead, right? Because I can't pick my own game, and then you would have got the win on that one. That's because we picked Thunder Buddies. You lost on purpose. <laughs> no, I did not. I know what you're doing. No. Uh, Dom, uh, Tristan Lassard and Dom for that team, two-headed monster. Mike Ward has his team playing super well. I think it may be a little bit of an upset uh, to pick uh, Red Yeah, Zone. I was thinking a little bit of an upset. But I think Red, I'm taking Red Zone uh, to win in this one. I could like kind of do that since I have like, a lead now, so like I was feeling a little bold. Like I was picking yeah. like KLB. Yeah, it's because you're <laughs> leading by so many games. It's true. Then both of these teams have a double header, and they're facing each other. Red Zone against Outlaws. How good is this game going to be? Very good. Very good. Battle of two great quarterbacks. Battle of two experienced quarterbacks. Give me a loss to win in this one. Uh, another high-scoring game. I think that uh, at the end of the day, Outlaws get the turnovers they need to win this game. I also see Outlaws winning just because, like I said, like I cannot see the red zone defense stopping the Outlaws. And I could see Outlaws maybe getting one or two stops in this game. Maybe creating, like, make throwing a p- bad pick here. Like, I, like, as much as red zone have an explosive offense, when I ref that game against Honor Game, it was such a low-scoring game that I could see them having like a harder time on offense in, mm. in a given week. So I got Outlaws D2 in this one. Uh, going to D3, we've got nice CDs against Chiefs. Why'd you pick the Chiefs? I didn't. <laughs> Good try, Terry. Good try. I'm not very prepared for the show, but I'm more prepared <laughs> than that. Uh, I picked nice TDs because they're the much better team. Uh, I do think Chiefs have been like getting better week in and week out, but uh, I see this game maybe a little bit uh, one-sided. Nice TDs, a D2 team playing in D3, gave me them to win. Yeah, I think he's also winning. And this is probably the game where Chris and Andrew might not play any defense and be like, yeah, see, we're not playing defense. (laughs) (laughs) Old school against the Mustard Tigers. Yes, uh, I pick in Mustard Tigers in this one. They are... First win? First win. They're winless. Give me Mustard Tigers to get this win. I believe in this team. They have way too good of a team to keep losing games. That's all I'm saying. I got old school. Dyke was um, away for a couple of weeks. He's coming back this week. Yes, he'll be back. Old school. Dyke at quarterback, man. They're, they're too strong. Them. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it'll be a close game, but give me uh, Tigers in the upset. Mustard Tigers, the previous two seasons that they played, they were 7-3, and 4-1, and one, and that season got cut short by COVID, so like 11-4 and four yeah. in 15 games, and now they're like are struggling. But I still believe they could turn around at any point, and they're still a D3 team. They're, they're better than the record shows. 100%. And they had a hard schedule, right? Yeah. Uh, the game of the week in D3, Deep Threats, Nice TDs. That's going to be a good one. Uh, I went back and forth on this one. I'm going Nice TDs. I think at the end of the day, uh, like I talked about, this game is going to be a little bit uh, lower scoring than we think. I think that Andrew and Chris are able to get interceptions in this game. Sven as well. I think it's going to come that. I think the running of both quarterbacks is going to be key yeah. in this game. So Andrew and Chris are definitely not going to play defense in that first game to make sure they... <laughs> They're healthy for this game, for sure. No, but uh, just as I don't always think, I think like... 
I expect both quarterbacks to rush for close to 40 yards in this game. Maybe, really? Yeah, maybe a rushing touchdown each. I think that, uh, you know, you got ball hawks on both sides of the defense. Maybe, like, they'll be closing up Daniel lanes. Daniel Murray's a good, uh, no, he, good rusher. No, we he got they're definitely two good rushes for both teams. Yeah, two of no, the top Two rushers. great rushers. I just think that both quarterbacks may rely a little bit more on, on their speed and their running ability. So, I think that uh, I'm, I went back and forth, but I'm going nice CDs. I can't uh, pick a... I cannot pick my boy, Jonathan Svetna. Fair. Uh, I got uh, deep press in this one. I think it's going to be Jonathan Sutton's show. I think I see him getting a couple of touchdowns and uh, bothering Chris a lot on that defense. Fair. Chris is a smart quarterback, but he'll have no choice. Have to, if he wants to target Andrew or he's going to have to throw over Zetna, and we know how hard <laughs> he can't throw over Zetna, right? No, it's hard. It's hard. And, like, Svetna's double the size of Andrew, right? <laughs> like, so it's going to be difficult. Like, literally. I think two of Andrew's is probably shorter than a Svetna. Average Joe's Chiefs. Uh, is this where you picked the Chiefs? Average Joe's. I picked average Joes because they're on a roll, and uh, no, I, I I do feel like picking the Chiefs eventually. It just I think like this one is a, kind of a tough one. Average Joes are rolling, Terry, and I think they got Jason the quarterback, man. Jason That's all you gotta say. And he's having a, he had a, a little bit of a tough game last week. I think he's gonna bounce back and uh, keep riding the ship with these guys. I also got average Joes. Um, Lieutenant Black Knights. I'll go first. Uh, I can't see Black Knights dropping two games in a row now and like Leon playing poorly a second game, but. I can also see Leitana losing, and Phil Farron was not there last week. I know he's looking at that the, the receiver race with him in Svetna. Svetna <laughs> balled out, so like he's like, man, I gotta get more receptions, I gotta get more TDs, I gotta help my team win, mm-hmm. gotta like go up the standings. So I got Leitana. I'm going Black Knights in the upset simply because this is a game they really. Need. I don't know if it really be an upset. No, though. I'd say if you just if you look at their record, it's an upset. Maybe on paper it's not an upset. Look at their rosters, but sometimes Terry in sports, a team really needs to win, and they're gonna come up with more fire. And uh, I think Black Knights need this game more, and I think Leon's gonna have these guys in a good position. And uh, give me Black Knights to win this game. True, there's no Chris and Andrew on the Tanon defense to pick off uh, Leon four times. Eh? There you go. Uh, big boys, Iron Wolves. I'm going with Iron Wolves. That's it. I, uh, I'm going to be checking the score in this game. I, I'm actually, unfortunately, missing that game. Oh, then I might yes. go with... Uh, no, no. Uh, of course don't, not. John's going to get another... Mar- John's going to get Marvin a sub, right? Don't flatter me that much, Terry. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, but, but I'm not uh, because John's going to... He's going to get Marvin a sub or, like, Zvetna a sub or... Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that'd be fair. Like, we're, we're D1, uh, D1 player there. But, no, it's... Uh, yeah, unfortunate game I'll be missing, but... Who is uh, You know? No clue. And I wouldn't tell. Oh, like, that's John. Yeah. Don't tell me. But, uh, yeah. Go Wolves. <laughs> you got Serial Killers and Le Panache. Going Panache again. Second main street picking against uh, Serial Killers. I'm sorry, guys. Nothing. No more shout outs on that Instagram account. Yeah, I know. Uh, for real. <laughs> Unfollowable power on Instagram. You ain't getting that music video. No, no, no. For real. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, yeah, no. I just think uh, I think this would be a good game. Uh, Le Panache is, uh, is a great team. Undefeated. I think they keep it rolling. And I see the Felix rushing for quite a few yards in this game. Yeah, I also got Le Panache in this game. Uh, Titans, Le Boucher, I got Titans. Ben McMahon's still gonna be on a roll. He, he did have like a. He won by 20 points, but it was against Airborne last week, but it was a surprising only win by 20 point kind of game. Right. I think that this game, Titans, like, blow it out of the water. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Rossas, Airborne. Give me Rossas. Like I told you, Terry, I'm on the Rossas. a tough season, man. Yeah, they are having a tough season, Airborne, but more so Rossas because I'm on the Rossas bandwagon. So we got Flamboyant Flamingos with a double header playing as Sneaky Snakes and Wolfpack. I got the Flamingos. Usually a team that beats me, I kind of pick them the week after. So mm-hmm. I do think Sneaky Snakes will be in this game from beginning to end, but I see Flamingos pulling it off at the end of the day. And I'll see Flamingos beating Wolfpack in the second of that back-to-back. I got them going 2-0 as well. I think a great win for the Sneaky Snakes. You know where they, they desperately needed that win. Is Marvin playing with the Wolfpack and you're not picking them? Is Marvin playing with the Wolfpack? Huh, could be. Give me Flamboyant Flamingos. They got the team. I think that uh, they'll have their full roster back, and uh, I think they're the team to beat in the division. Let's go with uh, Les Last Calls against Gold Rush. This is a tough game for me to pick. I went back and forth after seeing Les Last Calls last week. I was really impressed by them. Gold Rush is also a good team. Uh, I think that this may come down to the wire. I think it's going to come down to who has the ball last. Uh, give me Gold Rush getting the win, and Travis throwing for a game-winning TD late in the game. Until I suspect that someone could stop... Travis is running. I'm going with Gold Rush all the way. So I got Gold Rush in this one. And then Spin Doctors, Los Politos. I think it's going to be a very close game, but I think Spin Doctors coming off the L are going to win this game. Same. I got Spin Doctors winning this game. They got talent. They got depth. And they got uh, the veteran experience you need in the MFL. <laughs> so... It's true. You're not going to be on the show next week. Yes, folks. Uh, we're not. We're, before we end the show, I'm going to be going on vacation. We'll I have a special guest. Yes, we'll have a special guest. We've... We're taking applications because Will's missing a couple of other shows. So if ever you want to make, might want to be on the show. For sure. Send me your CV. I want a half a page, a description of why you think you'll be a good host. He's not hard to beat. 
But you still have to be somewhat well-spoken. If you are a tenth as good as me, then I think that you deserve to come back on the show again. <laughs> but yeah, folks, uh, thanks for reminding me. I won't be here next week. Uh, I should be here the week after, and then I'll be missing two weeks after that. Summertime, working at a summer camp, got vacation, so I'm going to really miss doing the show. Uh, I'll be there. Football sa- over everything, eh? Football over uh, everything. Football over everything. It's the football, friends, family, the three Fs, man. And, uh, but the camp goes before that. No, it's... It, it, you gotta, you gotta, like, it's a balance here, it's balance. But yeah, I won't be there. I'll be there for my first game with Honor Game this weekend, then I'll be leaving straight. You're so playing I'll, that game? Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> but I'll be there to at least watch Honor Game play or play in that game, and uh, so I'll be there for you guys. Uh, yeah, no, it's been super fun doing the show. I'm gonna miss doing the show with you, Terry. Uh, as annoying as you can be sometimes, it has been fun doing the I don't show. I don't miss you all that much. Yeah, I had a feeling you'd say that. But yeah, so I won't be here next week, should be here the week after. But don't forget, bold predictions. Bold predictions? What do you got? You want me to go first? You go first. I mean, you have to go first. I came prepared for this one. <laughs> really? Yes. Bold <laughs> that, prediction. That, that, that's surprising. But that's the bold. That's one. Is that the only note you have like on your paper? Bro, when, you're, when you got everything up here, you don't need notes. So that's your first bold prediction that you came prepared? That's one. My bold prediction is that I came prepared and that I'll be prepared in two weeks. Next one, uh, KLB, a petit fuck. Both teams score over 45 points in that game. Both teams score over, oh. Both teams score over 45. I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be high scoring. Damn. And I, I should have went first because people are going to think I'm copying you. I think that uh, both teams, yeah, yeah, you're not doing that. And I think both teams go uh, over 45 points. And uh, another bold prediction is that Kevin will be wearing a shirt for at least one of the games this week. He always wears a shirt during the game. Well, okay, like he'll be wearing a shirt like more than he usually does. So, so... After he does the field, he'll be wearing a shirt. Okay. That's, that's bold. That's, yeah. Okay. That's more bold than my first bold prediction. <laughs> I was going to say Moretti Crime Family and Ninja Turtles each score over 45, but I'll say that they combined for over 100. Damn. That's pretty bold. Yeah. I see it being a shootout score. Taking score shots score. to the defense. At the eh? same time, it's, it's even bold because that Joey Taylor offense wins games, but they don't score that many points since they stole the game down a lot. So Facts. But they might have to go bomb after bomb, right? For sure. You never know. Never know. MFL, anything can happen. Anything can happen. All right, folks, that's it for this episode. Really hope you enjoyed the show. Gonna miss you guys. Uh, Terry, good luck with your next guest next week. Uh, I don't even know who that is, so I can't even break you the new guys the news. But uh, yeah, see you guys at the field Saturday. Stay healthy, stay safe, and uh, yeah. Don't forget to comment on all the stuff we told you guys to comment or let us yes. know the stuff we said to let us know. Right, or else I'm gonna start writing people just to feel like. You're gonna the, start what? I'm gonna start writing people so I can get a message. <laughs> just so they get like, a message back. All right, see okay. you guys next week.